Welcome to the Mortcast, presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Before I get started on the rest of this podcast, I'd like to talk to you about Blanchard Family Wines, located between 18th and 19th and Blake and Wazi in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado. Just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the dairy block. Um, my birthday is coming up, and I'm going to like have a small gathering there of uh, people I vaccinated people I know. So we're going to have a good time down at the Dairy Block uh, for my birthday because it's one of my favorite places to go in Denver. You've heard me talk about it over and over. You don't need me to sing their praises anymore. All I'm going to say is get the 2017 Cabernet. I mean, really, it's it's primo. It's really, really good. But they have many, many other things that you can try. they got Pinot, they've got Syrah, they got Malbecs, they got Merlots, uh, they got Whites, they got Rieslings, they got uh, Rosés, basically anything that you would really want uh, from a wine bar, they have it down there. Also, a great selection of desserts and charcuterie. Just, you know, look, everything you would want in a wine bar, everything you would want in a, in a lower downtown location that is just amazing. Also, go to bfwdenver.com, pick yourself up some swag, maybe some growlers. Um, you can also book a reservation there if you don't, if you want to beat the crowds. Uh, and you can also do a delivery of a bottle, or a, a shipment of a bottle, too. So there's a whole bunch of options right there. Once again, they're located between 18th and 19th, and Blake and Moisee in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the dairy block. Uh, go to bfwdenver.com, book yourself a reservation. Get yourself some swag, or get a bottle delivered or for curbside pickup. When you go in or you talk to them, tell them Jeff Morton from CSG Podcast sent you there. What is up, everybody? Thank you all for joining me on the latest Mortcast, part of the CSG Network. I'm, of course, your host, Jeff Morton. Okay, it's Hot Take Thursday, folks. Um, this really isn't a hot take, uh, <laughs> but it is something that I've been thinking about. Something that I've been here bandied about, and I want to give you a historical uh, notice of why doing this thing would be a bad idea. Um, Michael Porter Jr., the Nuggets have a decision to make on a lot of different players. Of course, we got Will Barton coming up here on Saturday. Um, he has to decide on his option. Jermichael Green had to decide on his option, and his is like a week, maybe 10 days after Barton's. Um, you've got decisions that need to be made over time. Um, but the, the, one of the biggest ones, maybe the biggest one is the decision on Michael Porter Jr. and his extension. Now, my, what I've said over and over, I've said it on Twitter and I've said it on this podcast is that you don't dick around with the, the extension. You just do it. And there's a reason I say this. And I've talked about this on a previous podcast, but I think this really deserves kind of some more deep dive here. Um, if you have a player who's that important and who's that good, you don't force them into free agency, restricted free agency. You do what it takes to sign them up now uh, because, first of all, it takes care of them. They'll feel they'll take care of them. Second of all, oftentimes... Um, you good, you risk uh, getting a restricted free agent deal that is not favorable to you, and you end up getting screwed. Now, the first half of this podcast, I'm going to talk about the historical aspects of it, and in the second half, I'm going to tell you why the Nuggets need to just sign Michael Porter Jr. Um, and there is really one big, or maybe two big, glaring cases of why you don't. Um, dick around 
Um, the biggest one is Gordon Hayward. He is the gold standard of a team, the Utah Jazz, basically messing up. Um, for, for whatever reason, forcing uh, Gordon Hayward to go into the free agent pool and getting a contract. Now, for those of you who don't know, restricted free agency is um, basically the, the, the reason they call it restricted is because the team that you're on has the right to match any offer that another team gets. You rarely see teams uh, have get a a premium player into restricted free agency. They want that done now. They want it done on their terms, too. And there's a reason for that. Uh, for whatever reason, uh, the Utah Jazz and Gordon Hayward couldn't come to terms on an extension. And basically, the, the Jazz just, just forced Hayward onto the market. Hayward gets a contract from Charlotte, as I remember. It's ironic that he's on Charlotte right now. Um, in 2014, I think? And he got a, a, a not a max deal, but as max as possible. the The aspect of this deal that made it so troublesome for uh, um, the Jazz was it was I believe it was a three year deal. So I guess it really I think it was 2014. It was a three year deal, um, and it came with a trade kicker, and it came with a basically all the restrictions that you could possibly have on a player. The Jazz had no for choice but to match. It was their choice to make Hayward test, quote-unquote, test the market. So he had no choice but to go out there and do it. Now, from all reporting, Hayward was very upset by the fact that the Jazz just didn't take care of him. And by forcing him on the market, the contract that he came back with was not favorable to the Utah Jazz. The Jazz ended up having no choice but to take the, you know, basically match the deal and all the terms of it, including trade kicker. Um, and I believe there was an option for a fourth year, I think, if I remember correctly, but I, I, I don't remember. But I do remember it was three years. So Hayward... Signs this deal with Charlotte. Utah has no choice but to match. Um, the hurt feelings and the resentment lingered for those three years. And by the time Hayward entered into this contract year, the Jazz couldn't do anything about it. Uh, they were hamstrung by the trade kicker. And they were, which is, the trade kicker is... Uh, the team that acquires you has to pay an additional, uh, and if it's a full trade kicker, it's 15% of the salary. So you're adding 15% on top of the deal that the player has. So in essence, it 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 is a it is a some players like that if they if they don't trust a team, basically, um, they will get a, a trade kicker added in. Um, I believe both Wilson Chandler and Danilo Gallinari had uh, trade kickers added to their deals that they signed in 2015 with the uh, Nuggets. Um, both of them had trade kickers. Um, and it, it, it's something, if, if a team does not trust that you won't trade them, uh, they will, uh, a player and an agent will negotiate a trade kicker. 
Now, obviously, that doesn't really prevent a team from trading, but what it does is limit your market because there's sometimes there's those teams that are lower market teams that won't that won't want to, you know, uh, pay that extra fifteen percent. You know, Indiana famously is a team that never really wants to spend that much money, and there is no way they would want to pay a trade kicker on a trade like that. So Hayward brings back this contract, and the Jazz were screwed from the moment that that contract was extended to Gordon Hayward. Um, And there is this feeling now that teams don't want to risk having high value. Let's forget marginal players, right? High value players where you know they're going to be stars. Now Gordon Hayward is on the fringe of that, okay? But other players like that, you know we're going to be stars. You don't let them hit for restricted free agency. You want the contract on your terms. Now, Michael Porter Jr. may look at an, an extension offer from the Nuggets, and if the Nuggets put a lot of trade protection in it, or excuse me, injury protection in it, they try to incentive-laden the contract, uh, I don't necessarily even think that would help the Nuggets. I mean... In general, in general, uh, those sort of incentives do help the team. Uh, they are hard to achieve in the NBA. This is not the NFL where all contracts are basically fluff money incentives. Uh, a lot of these incentives in um, uh, NFL contracts are designed to never be achieved. Okay, that's why. That's why. You never look at the incentives in contracts. You always look at the uh, um, you always look at the the guaranteed money. Well, there's and since all contracts are guaranteed in the NBA, incentives are kind of hard to negotiate. There's always going to be the guarantee. And Michael Porter Jr. on his end, I don't know how much he would want the Nuggets to in, in, incentive laden his contract. But he may not. There, there's the rub right there. There's the key, and you know, you don't know. But there's parts of this where you a team can take care of their player, um, and you know, try to get it on their terms as much as possible. The point I'm making about restricted free agency is that you lose the ability to do that because let's face it, this is a competitive market, and teams don't have the incentive to help you out. Um. Trade uh, poison pill provisions in contracts that are in restricted free, agent, free agency are classic. Uh, that happened to uh, I believe the the Houston Rockets wanted Daryl Morey signed Jeremy Lin because he wanted him. I think it was from the Knicks. Uh, put uh, poison pills in his his uh, the offer that he signed, uh, making it hard for the team he was with to match it. It could have been when he was on the Knicks, um, or it could have been, uh, anyway. Uh, Jeremy Lin was on the Rockets twice. Um, so that, that's a, another example. Poison pill provisions are, are yeah, it, it's, it's, it's incentives reversed, basically, is the best way I can explain a poison pill provision on a, uh, on a contract. It's onerous to the team. But you can't control it. And if there's a team out there that wants to just 
stick it to the Nuggets, which happens, then the Nuggets would have, like, would be screwed. You know, trade kicker, no trade clause, poison pill provision, all this stuff was loaded with the stuff, and the team loses almost all of its leverage, and they have no choice but to either sign him or let Porter go for free, If i.e. if Porter was doing that. But any high-value free agent, restricted free agent, would be the same. This is why you don't do this. This is why you don't risk uh, letting a, t- a guy go into restricted free agency because shit can happen, folks. And you don't want to be Gordon Hayward, uh, Haywarded. And I, th- I think the Nuggets are very cognizant of this. All right, I'm going to take a break. We're going to talk to you about, on the other side, we're going to talk to you about DraftKings Sportsbook. And then we'll t- I'll talk to you about Michael Porter Jr. and why the Nuggets need to not dick around with this contract. Well, now it's time to talk to you about DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. I've said this repeatedly, and this is not uh, about necessarily, this is just me. Uh, I, I don't myself gamble, but I have a ton of people around me who do. And a bunch of these people love DraftKings Sportsbook. Look, folks, dra- um, uh, sports betting in general is a lot easier than it used to be. And people love logging on to DraftKings, for example, and checking out their prop bets. You know, And, and DraftKings has a bunch of, ins- uh, of deals that they run constantly to help you out as a consumer and as someone who wants to go out and just it's like dipping your toe in they make it easy for you to do it and everyone i know who does gamble a ton and does sports betting highly highly recommends DraftKings sportsbook because it's user friendly and is one of the best in in the business DraftKings sportsbook is not is one of my favorites of my friends and is america's top rated sportsbook they love using DraftKings Sportsbook. It's easy to navigate, has plenty of instructions for for new betters, a nearly limit and excuse me and nearly limitless ways you can get all in on the action. My friends and family have been loving DraftKings Sportsbook, and I know you will too. Listen to this great offer: DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside with a chance to turn one dollar into one hundred and fifty dollars in site credits. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Pick either basketball team that is still in contention, bet $1, and if that team wins, you win $150 in site credits. Don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook also offers great odds and promotions on baseball, hockey, and so much more all week long. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS when you sign up to turn $1 into $150 in free credits. Bet on the team of your choice to win their next game, and if they do, you will claim $150 in free credits. That's promo code MHS for a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. The Nuggets need to just not think about it, and they just need to sign Michael Porter Jr. You don't want a decision... Uh, made that compromises your relationship with Porter and limits your ability to, if things go a certain direction, trade him. Um, this is the only way the Nuggets... 
the only no-brainer of this offseason is signing Michael Porter Jr. Period. That's it. It shouldn't even be a consideration. Um, the Denver Nuggets only have one easy decision. That is signing Michael Porter Jr. to as good a contract as you could possibly give him within reason. Uh, I'm not saying give him the ultimate max, but I'm saying if you want to be able to have a tradable asset in the future, you get him secured now. You don't want to risk a hurt feeling situation and him playing on the qualifying offer. That was a big risk for him because he is a um, got injury issues, and uh, obviously the back is always a consideration with him. But at the same time, you don't want to say um, let things hang out there, and that's never good. The best thing you can do is get as much on your terms as possible any deal with Michael Porter Jr. And it's something that you just don't need to think about. Because Porter's value is pretty stable right now. Let's forget the playoffs for a second. No one no one in the league, and then I'm going to be 100% honest with you folks, no one in the league gives a shit about the way Porter performed in the playoffs. It was It's basically his second year in the league. And that was his second playoffs. People aren't looking at that and thinking, hmm, no, boy, I don't know about this guy. That's something fans look at. Front office execs look at Michael Porter Jr., and his value is sky-freaking-high. This is another reason the Nuggets need to sign him on their terms as much as they possibly can. This is why you just get this done. People always say, well, you could save money by, you know, forcing him to go into restrict. No, it's not. That's not how this works. That's not how it works. NBA values, unless there is a guy with a boom bust uh, quotient that is like un- un- ridiculous, um, most NBA players tend to have static value. The Nuggets signed Jamal Murray before he turned into, basically before he turned into Jamal Murray, right? Before the bubble. Um, Jokic had already proven what he was. Obviously, they've got a big decision with Jokic with a Supermax, right? There are things that are in the Nuggets' play that I don't envy them, considering their financial state. However, with Porter, you just need to just sign him and then deal with the rest, not You don't sign him to trade him. You sign him to secure him on your terms as much as possible and then let things play out. With someone who is that valuable, you just can't dick around. And, you know, to their credit, I think the Nuggets know this. Tim Connolly said, we want Michael around as long as he wants to be. You know, they, that's this a, got as a sure a signal as that the Nuggets are committed to him. That's part of the thing, you know. If a player is not sure he's committed to you, then he's not going to be committed to you. You know, if you're not committed to him, he's not going to be committed to you. That's just the way it's like any relationship, right? Michael Porter Jr. Uh, has a static value here, and it's a big one on the market, right? If you look at my podcast from post bubble, you'll see that Michael Porter Jr. had a value to other teams in the league 
And teams are always going to come calling about Michael Porter Jr. And you need to get him on that contract to where if you there comes a time that you have to deal him, or if you don't have to deal him and he turns into that freaking star, you got him. But you can't risk letting him go into restricted free agency. That is too risky for this team because Michael Porter Jr.'s value is so sky high, a team will fuck you. They will screw you as much as possible. And you would regret that decision. And Michael Porter Jr. needs to be that. Let's forget about his performance in the playoffs and think about what he is able to do um, as a person who is ascending in growth and the way other teams look at him. And once you retrain your brain to think that way, you understand why it's imperative the Nuggets need to get him on their terms as much as possible and not force him into restricted free agency. All right, thank you all for joining me on the latest Mortcast part of the CSG Network. I will be back next week with another episode. See you later.